What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. Gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 247, episode 247 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Of course, before I get into the episode, I just want to thank everybody for their continued support. Keep it going, keep it flowing. This episode here, I'm going to do something a little different. I mean, I've done it a couple of times already when I've had guests on. Um, basically, I'm like basically I'm going to call this episode The Hoods ESPN Meets the Beer Man of Texas. And the reason why I'm calling it that is because... The special guest that I have on my pod, we've never been able to collab on each other's pod, but we've been able to connect on a mutual friend of ours. So shout out to Darnell from the Playmakers blog. This individual that I have on my pod here, very, very, very articulate, very intelligent individual. And uh, the boy is grind. Well, the man is grind. I'm not going to say the boy. The man is grinding. My man is he 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 he's on his game when it comes to this podcast and shit. So 
Without further ado, I introduce to y'all my man Alex, aka the Bear Man of Texas. What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? It's good to be on. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I, I, I was thinking a few days. I was thinking a few days ago because um, you know, you know, you know, when I post my stuff on my pages and whatnot, and you know, you shot, you know, you shot out the pot or whatnot. I was like, you know what? It's about time. I get Alex on here because we've only connected on the Playmakers Bar with Darnell. We've never really had each other on each other's pod. But I was like, you know what? I think it's time. I th I, th I think it's time I send that text. So, you know, I sent the text. You responded quickly. So now, now it's here. Now it's the now it's here, man. So I definitely I definitely appreciate you. You know, taking time out your night to do this episode with me. Oh, you're very welcome, and it's it's my honor to keep sharing out your show. And I just want you to know that on Spotify, I set up the notifications to let me know when there's a new episode out. So every time there's a new episode, I'll be sharing it for you, brother. Oh, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So with this episode, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do. I'm gonna do like a little Q and A session with you, as far as get to know you in your podcast journey, and then after right. that, you know, we're gonna, you know. Talk about you know some you know talk about some stuff with sports because um, obviously we know the Super Bowl just happened um, a few days ago or whatnot so you know I want to you know pick your brain about that and among uh, among some other things so um, basically my first question for you is and congrats by the way for like let me just let everybody know this dude got three podcasts. I'm going to say it again. He has three podcasts. Now, I know some people struggle to maintain one, but this dude got three of them, and he's doing a damn good job at them, I might add. You know, so I definitely, definitely, definitely want to commend you on that. I definitely want to give you your flowers on that. My question for you is, how in the hell are you able to maintain or three pods, because I know some people that can't even handle one. So, how are you able to maintain three of these bad boys? Well, first of all, it's because I have a passion for podcasting. I want to be in a position to where I can do things my way, not go to some media conglomerate, be handed a script, be told. This is what you're going to talk about today. I'm a journalist that sacrificed a lot, did unpaid internships. Work my butt off, you know, for very little pay to nothing. And I want to be in a position to where I, I can succeed doing things my way. And podcasting is, is the way to do it. Mm. Mm. That's some Frank Sinatra shit right there. Did it my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Listen, 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 man. Like this, this dude, he has three podcasts. I'm going to give y'all the names of these things. Cowboys Talk. That's self-explanatory. Obviously, I'm quite sure y'all know what that is, so there's no need to even dwell on what that's about. Enter the net, F dot C, and rage quit. Now, the Cowboys talk one, obviously, we don't need to dive into those. Can you tell the people what the other two podcasts represent? Well, Into the Net FC is a soccer podcast. I have a huge passion for soccer. I've loved soccer since I was three years old. I love watching it. I love talking about it. You know, I love soccer. And having my own show is only fitting for me. And 
it's the most fiercest, honest soccer podcast in the world. The same thing goes with Cowboys Talk. Now, my third one is Rage Quit. Now, I love video games. I've been a video gamer. Well, I don't know if I should say gamer anymore because I rarely, I never have time to play. And, and video games just cost so much money today. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, it does. Since when I was a kid, I was no, I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't give a damn about playing outside. I did not want to play outside. I wanted to be the kid to be inside playing games. And, and, and you know, in video games had such an impact on my childhood. That even though gaming is boring compared to what it was back in the day, I still want to relive those memories and bring it to a journalistic point of view when it comes to talking about those experiences. Okay, 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 okay. So you keep like 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 I, I I hear you bring the word journalism a lot. So something tells me that you have some type of degrees when it comes to journalism. Am I correct? That's right. I have a b- b- bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism. Mm, mm. And what and 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 what in what year did you obtain that? Let the people know. Two thousand sixteen. Ooh, 2016. Oh, 2016. That was a that was a good that 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 was a good year in 2016. It, it definitely definitely was a good year. Now, being that we're both fellow podcasters, I keep trying to explain to people that this shit ain't easy. Like some people swear it's a lot of work. That it's, it's it's a lot of work that goes into this. If you can give me some of the gifts and curses of podcasting, because that's one question I like to ask people when they're on here. The gift, the gifts and curses of podcasting. What would it be? What would be your gifts and curses? The gift is definitely the freedom and the blessings to do things your way. It's your rules, your show. It goes your way. That's the gift. But the problem is, Dre, is that there are more curses than there are gifts. And another gift is you can have whoever you want, you know, and you can you'll build your own schedule. So that's it. The overall, in a nutshell, is it's your show. You do things your way. Now the curses are heartbreaking. Now the curse, the curses are. It's extremely tough to make the show viral. It's extremely tough to get followers, especially friends and family, because they all say the same thing. I'll follow you. I'll listen, but you just don't do it. Now, not all of them do. Darnell, Darnell definitely listens to my work. He definitely follows, and I know that you do, and I know that you that you feel the same way, and so does Darnell. But it's hard. I mean, I'm getting a very good amount of listens, but it's only like 99 percent of them come from the U.S. I'm trying to make it go globally viral. Okay, Mr. Mr. Net, Mr. International. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig yeah. it. So that's one of them, and getting those very, you know, and making a profit out of it. I mean, you, 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 once you start making profits, I mean, when I first started, I was probably making $5 a freaking month, and then I was like, you know, this is unacceptable, and, and I was not a fan at all of putting ads in podcasts, especially at the beginning, but then I realized, you know what, if people know how podcasting works, they know all you got to do is fast forward, they don't actually have to listen to it. As soon as you, keep, you click play, I get paid for it, but... Ads are actually extremely important, and what people have to understand: if you put an ad at the beginning, you have to let the people know that there's an ad coming. If you just put it out there, then it cuts off. 
that is a big mistake, folks. Let me tell you. Right, right. Now, your your feature process, like, how do you go about getting people on your pod? Like, are you like 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 are are are, are you one of those people that DM people to get them on your pod, or you just let nature take its course and be on some? Listen, if we wind up linking up, we wind up linking up. It's quite frankly a little bit of both. Now, most of the people that I have on my show, it's people that I that I know personally, or some people that I met through, you know, on another show. You know, that's happened a lot on Pipe Bomb Radio. Uh, Darnell's introduced me to you know introduced me to you and you know several other people. So, right, it's a process to you don't know what to expect, you know, because there's a lot of podcasters out there that take things as seriously as you and me. There are some that don't. But what I do is I look at their show and I tell myself, have they been building? Have they been, you know, on top of it? Right. If yes, it's in the, it's, it's under consideration. If no, then no. You, you can't waste your time with somebody that has no passion for this. And going back to what you said, when people think this is easy, you just press play, you talk in the mic, and that's it. I'm going to tell you this. That's a slap to the face to me. I mean, telling the telling a sports writer and a podcaster that their job is easy is like going to a profess going to a professional wrestler and telling them to their face what they do is fake. Hmm. Hmm. Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I swear. I've. I've. I've talked to so many people, and I've had a couple like like where, like my job in my hospital hospital that I work at. I've had about, I want to say probably five or six people come to me. And they was like, yo, Dre, yo, yeah, yeah. Like, I heard you got a pod. I'm like, yeah. They was like, yo, I'm thinking about Star Wars. I'm thinking about Star One. It was like, yo, like, 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 how can I make it successful? Yada, yada, yada. I said, don't. I'm like, don't worry about the success part. That'll come eventually with hard work and dedication. My whole thing is don't just start it just to start it. Have a passion for this shit. Because, oh, yeah. because 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 it's too many like it's too many like, and, and 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 I just said and we and we talked about this before we went on it's so many people out there now starting pods and they have no idea what they're doing none no none <laughs> like I like I sit like I listen to a few podcasts a few of them with me I only give you I only give you a podcast about 10 15 minutes. If I'm not entertained within that 10 to 15 minutes, I'm turning it off. I'm turning Same. it off. Like I've had a lot of people DM, "Yo, yo, check out my new episode, yada yada yada, like tell me what you think, tell me what you think." I give it 10 15 minutes. If I'm not entertained within them 10 to 15 minutes, that's it. I'm done for. You will never hear from me again. Because some people just think, "Oh, yeah, let me just sit in this chair, sit behind the mic, and just talk. They don't even be knowing what the hell they talking about. That's the worst thing for me. Like you, big, big like, time, you, know. you starting the pod thinking you know what you're talking about, but it's not registering at all. Like who, like who, who told you that it was okay to start a pod? What is it like? That's the popular thing to do now. So you want to jump on the wave? Nah, it don't work that way. Like it first doesn't. of all. You got to have a passion for it. That's number one. You got to have you a got, passion for you it. You got to have a passion, but you got to know what direction, like what you want to focus on. Right. 
and you got to be sure that you know the you know the environment of what you're focusing on. Like like The Rock would say, you got to know your role. Mm. Mm. You got to. You've yeah, got I can't to. Say, I can't do the full quote because podcasting is the opposite of uh, the rest of the quote. But yeah, yeah, you can't you can't shut your mouth with podding because that's that, 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 that's how people get to know you by having your mouth open, pause. But yeah, like I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, like it 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 it, it baffles me on so many of these pods that are being made and. It's it's a waste of time if I think about it. It's like yo, like who, who, like who put that battery in your back and told you that it was okay to do this? For me, it's like for me, it's like these rappers. Like who told you that that rhyme was hot? Like who the hell told you that that sixteen was dope? That you need to record that shit? Like who told you that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, me, I I I, I give podcasts like 10, 15 minutes, and if I ain't entertained within that time, that's it. I'm done. You'll never hear from me again. And I would say probably a good month, I'll probably have three people that I don't know from a hole in the wall DMing me. They DMing me um, on my podcast page. Yo, check out my episode. Check out my episode. Tell me what you think. And it don't be entertaining at all. It don't. It's really tough because for a long time on my Cowboys podcast, I did regular recaps, but those actually got good numbers because everybody knows me. They know that I'm not the typical Cowboys fan. I mean, to say that I am not the typical Cowboy fan, that's the understanding of the year, ladies and gentlemen, because I am infamous. And I have to say infamous because I tear my team apart. I tear the team apart. That you do. That 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 you do. And, and people ask me why. I'm like, why? Because they deserve it. Because I'm doing my job. I'm telling the God's honest truth. I'm not going to bullshit people. You know what? Let me say it like this. I am not fake news. No. No, you're not at all. And, and, and actually, that's, that, that's, one, that's one of the things I actually respect about you. Especially on that pod. Because... It's too many cowboy fans that pacify situations. They try to defend everything. You're not one of them that do that. Like you basically tell it like it is. Like you Jeez. tell like you tell cowboy fans and hell, even the cowboy players what they need to hear. Not what they want to hear, but what they need to hear. And yes. I, I I got I got I gotta definitely, definitely, definitely commend you for that. Like there's there, there's no faking the that. funk there. I mean, some people say I'm the I'm the fan that Stephen A. Smith would actually respect, <laughs> because Stephen A. Smith, he, I don't think he hates the Cowboys themselves. He hates the he just can't stand the fans. He can't stand the fan. It, 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 it's, it's the same. It's the same thing with me. Like, and and Jerry Jones, I can't I, I I can't stand him either. So those are probably the two issues that I have with the Cowboys. Some of their fans, not all of them, because again, like you're a Cowboy fan, a devoted Cowboy fan. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question about that in a few. But sure. um, there's some cowboy fans I respect, and then there's some that I think that are very, very delusional. And then you know Jerry Jones and him doing the bullshit that he constantly does. It's hard for like it's it's hard it's hard for me to respect him. It, like it's it is it, it, it's, it's very hard. It, it's very hard to respect him. Like I get he's a showman. 
very much, absolutely. He could he he got the gift of gab, but after a while, that shit is your worst nightmare, and that's why. I hate to say it, that's why your team has not been successful for all these years because all he do is run his mouth and that's all he do is run his mouth. Exactly. You know, I, I always say like this, you know, for the human reasons, I always say this. The last time the Cowboys were good, there was an affair going on in the White House. I think you know what I'm talking about. Say, say that part again. I always say the last time the Cowboys were a good team, there was an affair going on in in the White House. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, listen. I was listen. I was <laughs> listen. I was in. In fact, it, it, it might have been before that. It, 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 it might have been before that because I I constantly tell people the Cowboys ain't won since I was in the fourth grade, and that was in 1995. I was in the fourth yeah. grade. I remember that Super Bowl when they beat the Steelers 27-17. In Tempe, Arizona, I remember that shit. I try to, I, I try to tell people my knowledge of sports runs deep. I, I remember things out the ass. That's the last time the Cowboys have even tasted a Super Bowl, let alone a championship game. So they've for, done nothing since. Absolutely nothing. People say, but they've won the NFC. Oh, boom! What the hell is the the NFC East is worthless. <laughs> That that shit don't that shit don't that shit don't mean nothing to me. Okay, you have all these division titles. What have you done with those division titles? It's the, like, it's, it's the same thing. Like for me, it's like with Russell Westbrook. For four straight years, you've had triple double, triple dozen seasons. Okay, one of the years you got an MVP, but what else did you accomplish with it? Nothing. You were one and done in the playoffs. You were one and done in the playoffs. So. You having all these division titles, it does nothing for me. Because it does you, nothing. It does nothing because you still haven't gotten, not even to a championship game. Not even a championship game. And Cowboy fans, every year, I'm not saying you, but as you know we're going to the championship the next year, right? Oh, yeah, we're going oh. to Super Bowl next year. No, 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 you're not. It annoys the hell out of me when they do that. Because I'm like, no, we are not. And let me tell you this. I'm going to take it one step further. You know I'm not a fan of Dak Prescott, right? You're not a fan of his? I am not a fan of Dak Prescott. And I'm going to tell you this. I have received death threats because I went on my show and I said, Dak Prescott is the most overrated quarterback in the league. I got death threats for that. I got death threats. I got, you know, I, I, I got the, race, the, the racist card pulled on me. I mean, it just crashed right on me. It's like a, a giant wave just hit me. But I saw, like, the fact is I told the truth, and I got people's attention for it. I wasn't scared. I mean, somebody's going to send me – somebody's going to threaten to kill me by doing like that. I'm like, oh, pfft. yeah, they'll do it like that, but they won't do it face-to-face. I know it. Like, they're real brave doing it behind, hiding like that, but they won't do it to my face. Yeah, it's, 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 too, it's, too, it's too many keyboard thugs out there. Too many. It's too, it's, too, it's too many keyboard thugs out there, and then you meet them face-to-face. Oh, no, I was just playing. I was just trolling. Nah, nah, you don't play like that. Like, like, eventually, dudes is going to meet their match by doing that. And it's going to be a little too late with that whole, oh, I was just kidding. I was just trolling. It, it doesn't, it, it definitely, definitely doesn't, doesn't work that way. But, uh. That's why they, they, always, they always delete them. Because you notice when you get a notification on your phone, you, you kind of look at it, like, through your screen. And then, if, then you, like, if you click on it, it'll tell you error or it's not available. That means that's, they how did, yeah, I, yeah. that's how I know I got the threats. Yeah, that means it's deleted. 
The, yeah, the, that means it's deleted. Exactly. That happens all the time. I mean, so I'm racist because I because I'm critical of, of, of the quarterback of that team who has it's right there in everybody's face. He do, he does good against a worthless team, but against a good team, he's not that. I mean, and he's being paid all that money. I mean, for for God's sake, he he wants to be paid like he's like he's the goat. Unbelievable. Well, we know, and he, then that's why. And Jerry Jones gave it to him. Well, we know he. Well, well, we know he ain't the goat. That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, 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 we, well, we know he ain't the goat because we, 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 we know who that guy is. But um, that's what like that's that's like what 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 introduced you to being a cowboy fan? Because I'm not because because I'm not gonna lie. As a kid. I'm not gonna say I was a cowboy fan, but I liked the Cowboys. And the reason being was because my big brother, he's a cowboy. Well, I mean, he used to watch football. He don't watch anymore. But back in the day when we was watching games with our dad and shit like that, he was the cowboy fan. So me, I always idolized my big brother. So I'm like, all right, he's a cowboy fan. Fuck it. I'ma rock with them. And then you remember the starter jackets? Yeah. The cowboy one? Like if you had a starter jacket with the Cowboys on it. Back in the day, you can't tell you couldn't tell me nothing when I got that for Christmas. So that would like that would that would that was me, you know, liking the Cowboys. And obviously with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, and those guys, look, that's how far back I can go mentioning those dudes because they 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 they, they was the team of the they was the team of the nineties. Like like back then, I can say they was America's team. Now can't say that shit. They're America's nightmare. But what was like? But 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 what was your introduction? Like what made you a Cowboys fan? Well, at the age of four, uh, everybody should know I was actually born in France, and I moved here at the age of four. And it was actually my first night in this country mm. when my dad took when my dad took uh, the family to a, a sports bar because my dad had traveled to uh, the U.S. especially Texas before, so he took us to a place he had been before. And he told me that day, I guess the owner told him about the football game. But my dad told me it was going to be a rugby game. <laughs> so I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is not rugby. First of all, the ball is going forward. I'm like, and I was asking myself, why is the clock stopped? Why are they wearing all this gear? I'm like, this is not rugby. But I watched it, and I don't know who the Cowboys were playing. I mean, it, it was in, it was in November of '98, somewhere around that time. So, mm. yeah, unfortunately, it was it was after the it was right after the, the glory days had ended. But way, that was, that was, uh, that way was after first the glory game. I don't days. Who they played though. Way after the glory days. <laughs> yeah, it was basically when the, when the when the downfall was you know was, was just starting. I think Chan Gailey might have been the coach at the time. It was probably after after uh, Barry Switzer had left. I think I I think so, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 I think so. That 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 it was, was. It was definitely before Campo became the coach, and Campo had the worst uh, the worst outing of the, on the coach of the Cowboys. Yeah, this is when the line of yes men started to get hired because of Jerry Jones, and 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 that's. Like that's one of the issues I have with him because you always like all your coaches that you've hired, aside from Jimmy Johnson and Bill Parcells, they're just figureheads. That's it. They're a bunch of yes men. 
Think of think of all these coaches that have been head coaches of the Cowboys. They're all yes men, and that's what Jerry wants because he wants to be the center of attention. I've never seen an owner hold press conferences, be interviewed before games, after games, have his own radio show. Listen, the only owner that I know that even has a right to do that is Mr. Kraft, and he don't even do it. Yeah, because because Robert Kraft is is a success. But yeah, you're right. And in, in the journalism perspectives, those people expect me to just sit there and make excuses. I mean, sometimes I will bring up things that happen. Like as critical as I am of Dak Prescott, I will point out that it's not entirely on him because the offensive line is horrible. The offensive coordinator who calls the place is absolutely clueless. I'm talking about killing more, and people think I'm too hard. I'm like, you know what? I don't care what you think. It's true. I mean, you, you're going to run the ball on, on a second and 11, and then the way how terrible Zeke's been, I mean, it's pathetic. I mean, it's right there. It, it, the proof is right there in their face, but they're still going to you know, not accept it. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand. Delusion. I'm like, this is why Stephen A. Smith laughs in your face. <laughs> Delusional, delusional. Like when 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 he says they are the most delusional fans in the world, he's telling the truth. He's he he, is, he, he, he's, yeah. he's he's telling the truth. Like there's no there's no lying at all when he says that. At there's all. Not. That's why I really wonder if Stephen A. Smith knew who I was, knew how I operated. I am super curious to know what he would think. Mm, well, I mean, since we're on. Since we're already talking about the Cowboys, I mean, obviously, I know you saw the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. over, over, over the weekend. And congrats to the Rams for being the Super Bowl, the newly crowned Super Bowl champs. Um, what was your like? What what, what 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 was your take on that? Because I think right now the 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 the, the main question is from 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 what I'm getting out of people. Did the right guy win MVP? Because a lot of people feel Aaron Donald should have won. Me personally, I had Cooper Cup winning it because I had I, I picked the Rams to win and I did have him be the MVP. But a lot of people, especially on you know the big shows on TV or whatnot, a lot of them feel that Aaron Donald should have won it. So do do you agree with them or do you think the right guy got it? I think the right guy got it. It, the right guy, it, it, it definitely could be Cup. It could have been Donald. It could have been Stafford. Either of those guys would have been considered the right guy because they would have deserved it. But I'm going to tell everybody, because I made a huge judgment call, because my pick to be MVP was Odell Beckham Jr., believe it or not. Yo, not for nothing. Not not for real talk. When he, when he caught that touchdown in the first quarter, and then when Matthew Stafford caught him with that slant pass, and Odell, I think he gained, like, probably – 20 or 30 yards on that pass. I I immediately posted on Facebook and Twitter, Odell gunning for that MVP. He gunning for mm-hmm. that MVP. And then unfortunately after that, he got injured. Because yeah. I think had he not got hurt, I think Odell would have got that MVP. Oh, without a doubt. I honestly believe Odell would have had at least three more explosive plays. He probably would have he probably would have had a play like he did his, his, uh, back in 2014. With the New York Giants, which ironically was against my boys. Yeah, because but that unfortunately went, it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's unfortunate, and from what everybody is saying, they're fearing that it's an ACL injury, which is unfortunate because the dude just came back from that shit, 
and now he might have to deal with that all over again. And he was definitely, definitely going to get a big payday this offseason for what he did with the Rams, being a good citizen, not getting in trouble, not being a diva on the sidelines, not getting in Matthew Stafford's face when he wasn't getting the ball. He he he, he was on some CM Punk straight edge type shit. And I still think and, he'll get a. I still I still think he'll get a payday. He'll probably get like a two, a two year deal with a decent amount. I, I still think he's gonna stay with the Rams because he said he was he was willing to take a pay cut. I think he's gonna stay with the Rams. I mean I mean I mean listen, you just won a championship with them. I don't see why I go anywhere else. Right. I I I I honestly don't see. I honestly and honestly, I think it would be best for him to stay with them because he won't be the go to guy. I think if he was yeah. to go, I think if he was to go to another team where he could potentially be the number one receiver, he's gonna relapse and then that diva effect is gonna happen again. So yeah, me personally, I rather him stay with the Rams because. Obviously, we already know you're not gonna be number one with Cooper Cup. You could definitely you you, you man, you can make a case that he'll be the second receiver. Because just look at that game yesterday. When Odell went out, Cup couldn't get nothing after that until the fourth quarter. It's like that offense was out of sync while Odell wasn't there. They didn't kick into the fourth quarter. So yeah, Odell could definitely be the second receiver of the Rams if he chooses to stay with them, which I think he should do. I don't think he should go anywhere else. I think I I, 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 de- I definitely think he should stay with the Rams. They got a nice little thing going on over there. Absolutely. What's your take on the Bengals? Like 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 they like like they lost. They're the defending AFC champs now. With all with with, with the emergence of these quarterbacks, especially in the AFC, you got Joe Burrow, obviously. You got Lamar Jackson, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got Justin Herbert. Do you do you believe that the Bengals could run this back and get to the AFC Championship game next season? I absolutely think they can, but here's the here's a huge problem. The offensive line is the problem with Cincinnati. Very much. You know, I still ask myself, well, you know, they took Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell, and Panay Sewell was the best offensive line going into the draft. And I, I even thought to myself, if the Cowboys could somehow get Panay Sewell, it would be huge, but, you know, unfortunately it didn't happen. But I don't know if I want to say that the Bengals made a huge mistake taking Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell because it's a judgment call. It worked either way, but mm-hmm. the big factor is is that the offensive line was a problem. But there was penalties, but those penalties were definitely questionable. But... Very questionable. Very. See, that, that's the problem. I mean, officiating has just become so pathetic. You know, sometimes I'm asking myself, like, if penalties could be reviewed, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if it would change a thing. It would only make things worse, if, if, honestly, because it would cause even more mayhem. But, but the problem is, the Bengals should have had the game sealed before that drive. It should have, come, in their case, it should have come down to that. So that's why we can't put the we we can't just go on the a full nine yards saying it was because it was because of the refs. The Bengals should have had it done already. Oh, absolutely! Like they, there there was some possession. There, there was some possessions that they blew it, and, and and I'm actually glad that I have you on here because my last episode I did, I forgot to bring up those points because, like when I record. It's, it's, it's straight off the top of the dome. I'm not writing nothing down. I'm basically 
having barbershop talk, barbershop talk when I record. But now, talking to you and talking about the game, there was some plays in that game where the Bengals blew this game. Like, there was one play where um, Joe Burrow threw it to his receiver, and homeboy, they said that was his first drop pass of the season. He picked, yeah. the, wrong, he picked the wrong time to drop that pass because you make that catch. You may not get the first down, but you might be a yard short. You yeah, might you, you, like, you might be a yard short. And then when Matthew Stafford threw that interception, after the Bengals had scored that touchdown, Matthew Stafford went out there and threw the interception. That next possession the Bengals had, they had to get that in the end zone. They had to. They didn't, yeah. And they exactly. didn't. They didn't. The offensive line did not do what they were supposed to do. And... Aaron Donald and Von Miller said, "You know what? We gonna be like we we gonna feast on y'all ass the second half." So it was a bunch of it, it was a bunch of miscues to why the Bengals lost. We can't really, you know, throw the whole blame on the refs, even though the calls, in my opinion, were questionable. I mean, if you watch the replay, yes, it was holding and shit like that. But if you wasn't making none of these calls early in the game and you let shit rock. For that, you might as well swallow your whistle and just leave the flag on your hip and don't call nothing and let the boys play. But you wait to the end of the game, and now you want to be the star because that's what's being talked about, the refs. The refs are now the stars of the game because of those calls, even though they were legit calls. But if you wasn't making them shits early in the game, don't make them now. Exactly. I mean, the, the game should, the Cincinnati should have sealed the deal already. They could have, but they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, and people, and this makes me, like, absolutely sick. People were blaming, bro. I was like, I, I, I swear to God, like, that, these people just drive me absolutely crazy. Joe Burrow is, has, there's no reason to blame him whatsoever. Now you can't blame I him. Say, you can't blame the him. way Joe Burrow played, the way he lost, it's like this. It's like he's a, he's a boxer in the ring with Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time, but he loses, but but not by knockout. He lo- he loses by points. That's the way I kind of envision it. Joe Burrow was out there, not giving up, did not care how much under pressure he was. He just he did not just take a sack. He made the best of it the way he can. Joe Burrow is not a quitter. And people out there making gang on him, you know what? That that that's the problem with you know people just. Throwing crap out there, and I wouldn't be surprised if those people have a podcast with a bunch of gibberish. You see, it's the world. We, the world today, Dre. It's people just just not thinking, not doing their homework. You know, just just it's arrogance. I don't know if it's stupidity or arrogance, or maybe it's both. No, it's, it's it's definitely both. Because if you sit there and watch that game, you can't sit there and blame Joe Burrow for them losing this game. Because first of all, to my knowledge, he didn't turn the ball over. Now, going into this game, we knew he was going to get touched. Like, with that Rams defense, with that front four, we knew he was going to get touched. It was just a matter of when and how much. The Titans got his ass nine times. The Rams got him seven times. They tied a Super Bowl record for sacks in a Super Bowl. So, we got to give them props for that. We knew that the O-line was suspect. We knew this before... They took the field that the O-line was suspect. But for him to still go out there and do what he do, show poise, do not show any 
type of fear, we got to give this young boy his props. Like, people got to understand, this is his first full year. His first full year. Last year, he was hurt and tore his ACL and came back earlier than people expected. One comeback player of the year and took a team that for years was the laughing... If, besides the Detroit Lions, the Cincinnati Bengals were one of those other teams... That was the laughing stock in the NFL, and for they this young, and for this yeah. young, and for this young boy in his first full year to lead them to the Super Bowl, I don't think nobody envisioned this. If anybody, even Cincinnati fans, if they envisioned yo Bengals going to the Super Bowl this year, they lying because all the talk was, especially in that division, it was Cleveland, Baltimore. Nobody was thinking about Pittsburgh. It was Cleveland and Baltimore. And nobody damn sure wasn't thinking about Cincinnati. So the fact Cincinnati finishing last, honestly. Ex- I had them finishing the bottom. Exactly. And for them to get to the Super Bowl, even though they lost, we still gotta commend them. We still have to. You have you have to commend them. They got a nice little thing over there in Cincinnati. They just gotta work on the O line. Because the worst thing the worst thing that can happen is and I'm going to knock on wood, that Joe Burrow don't get hurt again. Yeah, hopefully because, not. Like when we talk, like when we talk about the quarterbacks that are the future of this game, he's one of them. He's one of them. He's already the poster boy already. Like, what, what, what's his nickname? Joe, Joe Cool, Joe Smooth. Like, they, they done got so many nicknames for him already. Yeah. <laughs> remember, speaking of that, you know, remember that picture of The Rock in the 90s? With the with, with with the um what's the shit the um the fanny pack I think yeah, it's called yeah I, I I think that's what it's called <laughs> yeah I mean I mean Joe Burrow really uh, quite the dresser you know quite the, the sharp dresser huh. yeah I, I mean I mean I mean the the kid is dope he's special yeah I mean I mean you know what There's, he has nothing to be ashamed of I mean he's already I mean and I, I should mention this he's already got more playoff wins than my, than the quarterback of my team. Mm. Mm. In one year, and he's, not, he's not even he's in, in his second in his first full year. Exactly. So I want to say this: this is technically his first year because this is his first full year. Yeah, that, 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 that's the way I'm. That's the way I'm looking at it. I'm yeah, not my even. Quarterback's, my quarterback's been here, you know, over half uh, over half a decade and hasn't really done anything. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunate, unfortunate, unfortunate. Now, but of course, you know some of those fans are so offensive that you know they, they pull out a certain card on me. <laughs> I wouldn't be myself if I didn't ask you about the halftime show because, I mean, I'm listen. I'm I'm gonna keep it tall. I said this on my recent episode. For me, I was looking forward to that more than I was looking forward to the game because mm-hmm. my whole thing was because everybody was asking me, "Yo, Dre, who you picking? Who you pick?" I'm like, man, listen, my guy not there, so I don't care who wins. But if I have to pick, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. But I'm like, to be honest with y'all, I'm more I'm more excited for the halftime show than I am the actual game. Like I watch I watched that halftime show. It ain't no shame in my game. I wrote it on my page. I posted it. I said my eyes got watery, teary eyed watching that watching that halftime show. Because that was my music on that stage. And honestly, halftime show, LA. They got it right. They got it right because the people that should have been on that stage for the halftime show was the ones that was up there. It's in L.A. 
That should have been a hip hop halftime show. Not Green Day, not Nine Inch Nails, not Bruce Bre- not Bruce Springsteen's old shriveled up ass. None of that. It should have been a hip hop halftime show, and that's what we got. Now, of course, we can pick and decipher, yo, dang, they left this song out. They left that song out. They only had a little bit of time on there. But yeah, the time I mean, but the yeah. time that they had on there, I enjoyed every minute of it. So Oh man. What 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 was your what was your favorite part of the halftime show? You know, that's really tough. Probably Eminem, because I've been a fan of Eminem since nineteen ninety nine. Everybody is saying M. Everybody is but, saying but, M. But there's one thing I, I really gotta say about about it because there was something about the show what people were saying on, on social media that that annoyed the hell out of me because you know how in today's society, everybody's got to bring up the politi- the political situation crap. Right. Yeah, everybody's saying because you know Snoop Dogg, you know, because I mean, because I live in Texas, you know how Texas is with you know the the certain side of politics. I'm just like, mm-hmm. can we just stop? Can we just leave that for once and just enjoy the show? I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, seriously. I would tell like both sides because you know that's how it is. Both sides just like attacking each other because that's what politics has become. Like, can we just like enjoy the moment, enjoy the entertainment? And be glad that we actually got to watch because there's people out there working who couldn't watch it live. I watched the halftime show and I liked it. I'm glad. I, I'm glad it started the time it did because I had to work Super Bowl Sunday, but I was able to watch the game in its entirety because I was able to get my work done. But my whole thing was halftime show is at eight. I go to lunch at eight, so yes, bam, I'm definitely gonna be able to sit here and enjoy the halftime show. Now, I wasn't able to enjoy it the way I wanted to because I was at work. But, man, listen, I wanted to wrap my ass off when they was saying, like performing their joints. I knew they was going to do California Love, which is self-explanatory. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping for a Tupac hologram, but that wasn't the case. But Well, Tupac was there. He was there in, in spirit. Absolutely. I know, I know absolutely, was there. absolutely. 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 Snoop did exactly what I thought he would do. He would do. He he. he listen, they could tell him then don't crip walk all they want. Snoop was gonna do it, and he did it. They told M not to kneel. He did it anyway. They told Dre not to say still not loving the police. He did it anyway. So, I let's Mary J looked amazing, as usual. That's that's no surprise. Fifty came outside, which I knew. Like when I like when I like when I heard about the lineup for the halftime show, I was like, they're gonna have surprises. One of the surprises is definitely gonna be fifty. Like I knew he was coming outside. The dude is doing too much. He has all these shows on stars. He's affiliated with M and Dre. So yeah, he's definitely coming outside. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. If I had to critique one bad thing about the halftime show. Why my man Cube wasn't on that stage? Why? 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 Well, Warren, why? Yeah, why? You know, why? Warren, an idea. What if they actually brought the the NWA for uh for a halftime show? I mean, it would be it would be it would be difficult because uh you know we don't have because he's he's, he's not with us anymore. Yeah. I, mean, honest, I, I saw the movie straight out of Compton. Uh, uh, I think I saw it in twenty twenty. It's one of the best films I've ever seen. Absolutely. And I, 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 
I'm sure, I'm, I, even though I know the answer, I mean, you've seen it, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's something about in that film. You remember that film with the with the police, the, the officers harassing them? You yes. Remember that scene? Yes. You know, you know, that's ironic. The officer that was doing it. You know what's so ironic about that officer is, is what, what, you know what that was? What do you mean? Well, you remember in that scene, the officer, the officer that was harassing them, like, well, if, if you know the if you know the scene, you know the scene. I mean, you don't need to get into it because like that, but you know. When I saw that movie, I mean, I was already a fan of their music, but seeing that movie, it really, like, it taught you. It was bio- it was biographical stuff. Like, it wasn't just about music. It was learning about history, like an important part of American history. Facts. It was. Yes, it was. And what, what's funny is the president at the time was a, was a Republican, but even he said he liked their music. Yeah. He was kind of like, you know it, what, let them do their thing. I mean, if they write their own music, if it's like their thing, then you know what, so be it. It's it, 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 like that. It's hard not to if they if they speaking the truth. Why 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 would you why why would you not like it? Right. I respect I respect the rappers that speak the truth. As in listening to this crap that's out now that you can't even understand what the hell they're saying, and then it's no substance, none of that. So I mean, yeah yeah yeah. I definitely definitely rocked with N.W.A. back in the day. I definitely would have loved to see them on that stage but the funny thing is one of my homegirls i was speaking to this was like i I, obviously the headliner for this was dre and rightfully so and i think they wanted to basically show all his success after the death row era because if you think about it all the songs that he performed aside from california love every song that they performed he had his hands in, and it was after the death row days. It was basically around the aftermath time, aside from California Love. But I mean, it was in LA, so he had to play. He 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 had to do California Love. He had to. He had to go old school because the classic is the, the classics can't be beaten. Can't be. Can't be. And if Ice Cube were in the halftime show. If no Vaseline had not been playing, the halftime show would have been affected, if you ask me. If Ice Cube is there, he has to play that famous hit, No Vaseline. Oh, they wasn't letting him do that. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. He, because he and Dre are cool now. Yeah, but, yeah. But go back to the movie straight out of Compton, like, I love this. I did not know that they split and it was a, a legitimate feud. Because oh. I would think the rap feuds are just something that they set up. No, those rap feuds are based off real heat. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh no! That was, it was based off what really happened about him quitting the group and that manager screwing them out of their money. It was real. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that, that was it that was real. It was not like pro wrestling. It was not on a. It was not staged. It was not a show. It was real. Oh no! It was very. It was very, 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 Ice very Cube real. Was, Ice Cube was legitimately shooting on those guys. It was all real. Like it was not a joke. Facts, facts. Yeah. So that's in a journalism perspective. Like it was real. You learn and then you explain to people and know that was real. Because people ask, what does rap have to do with journalism? Like, well, you tell you learn the story. You learn the truth. There you go. Where would you rank this halftime show? Because that's that's another question that everybody keeps bringing up. Was this the best <laughs> halftime show? I wouldn't go that far because, I mean... Listen, it's I, one I, listen, consider. I mean, it, right now it, it's tough for me to decide. The one that we saw two years ago with Shakira and, and Jennifer Lopez, that one I, I'll, I'll mm. admit I love that one. 
But you well, can't. Well, she was, I mean, seeing Shakira dance, you know, still, she's still able to dance now. Oh, I'm like, my God. Oh, surprise. I mean, she's never going to lose that step. No, she is not. Them hips definitely don't lie. At they, all. They still, they'll ne- they, they, they never will. At all. Yeah. At but, you know, all. speaking of, of Bruce Springsteen, I mean, his halftime show back in 2008 was fine, but I feel like Bruce Springsteen, he should have, that should have been back in his, back in his prime days, like. But I mean, but I'm not gonna you know t- the show apart. But you know, mo- most halftime shows nowadays are really just not that good. No, I mean, I mean, I was I was on a show earlier today. Shout out to my girls from St. Louis. Um, what do women know about sports podcasts? That's a dope pod. And we and 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 I had asked them the same question I asked you about, you know, which you know out of the out of the Super Bowl halftime shows, which ones were the best. And we clearly agreed that last year's was by far one of the worst. And that was the weekend. I was like, yeah, they're never asking him to come back. Like, he probably had his one opportunity to do a halftime show. They're never bringing him back after that. But I, I mean, me, I mean, I remember that 93 halftime show with Mike Jack. I don't think uh, I don't Michael think Michael Irvin actually told a story about that that he actually stuck out of the out of the locker room to go watch it. Oh, listen. The field goal kicker from the Bengals. He didn't even go to the locker room. Like he he, he was outside like he was wa- watching the halftime show. Now he's a rookie, so I'm quite sure he wasn't born the time any of these records were played. Or maybe he was, or maybe he, you know, he was you know, probably an infant or whatever, but the fact that he was able to say, you know what, I'm not even going in the locker room. Like, I want to, I want to watch this. I want to, you know, I want to watch this history be made. I, com- I, 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 I commend him for it. I, 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 I commend him for it. I mean, he wasn't busy in the game anyway. Like, he probably had, what, one or two field goals. So he pretty was he wasn't really that active in the game anyway. So he didn't miss anything in that locker room. But it was definitely a dope performance. Again, that was my music on that stage. So you're definitely not going to get no complaints from me when it comes to that halftime show. I'm a firm believer that if you're having a halftime show, depending on where the Super Bowl is, and you're in a city that's popular, popular, I think the halftime show has to be rappers. It got to be. It has to be. Like, it's mandatory. Like, if you're having it in L.A., the halftime show got to be rappers. If you have it's it in... It's got to be a, uh, at least a West Coast rapper. Yeah, absolutely. One, one, one other thing I learned from the, from that movie is East Coast and West Coast rap are not the same. They're not the same. It's absolutely. not just the lyrics, but it's, it's, it's the, the beats in the background. It's all different. Very different. Very different. Very different. Like, what was it? I think... Who said... I think... I think Boosie tweeted something earlier about they need to bring the Super Bowl back to New Orleans, and then he was mentioning all these rappers that that can perform. I'm with him. I'm with him. They need to bring it back to New Orleans, and if they do, it should o- it should only be rappers on that stage. Do not get no rock star. It should be rappers on that stage. Now, if it's a like if it's in Indianapolis or some shit, or if it was in Dallas or something, then you can, you know, feast on bringing, you know, your rock and roll acts and stuff like that. But if you're going to 
New Orleans or Atlanta or LA or even the Bay, you got to have rappers on that stage. The rappers should be the ones to do the halftime show. That's just my opinion. My my brother, my brother is actually a musician, and by the way, my everybody that knows my brother is a, is a marine musician, and he probably would say the same thing. Like the the environment's gotta like the music and the history for the environment. It's it's gotta be part of it. Like it's gotta it's gotta fit. Facts, facts. Like if, if the Super Bowl is in New Orleans, I mean, what if they had a, like a, a jazz a, a jazz artist or, or, or like the best jazz band in the world? Like because New Orleans is known for that kind of music. Yes, they are. Yes, they but, are. Yes, yeah, so it, it's it's got to be something that makes it's it's got to be something that makes sense. See, like in journalism, when we tell the story, like the environment and everything, like when when he tell when he tell the, when he tell the story, the story's got to fit. It's got to be the straight facts. Okay, you, you got to get the facts straight. You have to. I mean, it's especially like you know, if if we're ever getting to talk about soccer, I mean, when I talk soccer, I mean that's where I I, I am in the best serious vote ever because I take soccer extremely seriously. Oh no, I'm, oh no, oh no. I'm I'm about to get I'm about to get that I'm about to get to that with you right now because I mean, oh. I mean I mean we pretty much been on here for almost an hour. So before we go, I want to have a little fun with you here and we can take our time. I mean, it's no rush. Oh, oh, oh no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. That's why I want to have some fun now because like when I have guests on or whatnot, I like to do this top, I, I I like to do this top 5 thing with them so being that you just mentioned soccer and you're a huge huge fan of soccer which you should be give me your top five favorite soccer players aka football players like what what (laughs) give me give me your top five favorite players well my number one is is easy that would be Zinedine Zidane the French the French legendary midfielder that's number one. I mean, I might get biased because I might just put a bunch of French guys, but my second one is is also a French guy, Thierry Henry. This, this, this is your top five, so hey, it's yeah, whatever. This is, like when, this is when I was a kid, too. This is not from my adulthood. Uh, but number three, uh, I'll, go, I'll go different nationally. My third one would be the, the German striker, Miroslav Klose. Okay, okay. Let's see. Number four. Man, let's see. This, this is where it's tough. Yeah, man. Because there, there's just so many of them. Probably go the Italian midfielder Francis, Francisco Totti. Okay, and my favorite, him. my favorite Brazilian is is Ronaldinho. Okay, 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 okay. And from soccer, you know, the way I, you know, the way I defend, like I have defended women's soccer and. And when I defend these players, you know, because you know how racism is such a problem in soccer, especially with these players with with the African roots, and I have gotten, I have just jumped and defended them like like with my life, if necessary, because it, it makes me sick to see how they get like treated with such vitriol just because just because of their color, of their skin. It make, it, it's it's annoying. It's more than annoying as hell. It's disgusting. Very much. Very do, do you, much. Do you soccer by any chance? Huh? Do you, do you follow soccer? On occasions, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm consistent with it, but I'm going to keep it tall with you. The only time I really, really, really focus on soccer is around FIFA time and World Cup time. I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. And okay. 
when it comes when it, when it comes to my U.S. girls, I'm whatever time they playing. If I'm off, if they playing at two thirty in the morning, my ass is sitting right in my recliner chair supporting my girls. Like for like like for me, I watch the women's U.S. team more than I watch the guys because at least with the girls, I know they're gonna win. With the yeah. guys, they ain't shit. Like I mean, I hate to say it, but I gotta keep it it's real. True. They they don't qualify for nothing when it comes to winning for the U.S. It's the ladies holding us down. It's the ladies. Either they qualify or they win. Either they bring a championship home or they bring a gold medal home or they bring a World Cup home. The guys don't do that. So that's why it baffles me that they get paid more than these women. Because the women should be getting paid more than them because they're the ones that's winning. It's, you know, it, it, it's a tough situation. When it comes to international duty, I think no matter what, the pay should be the same because it, it's international duty. But, you know, and that's, where I, that's where, you know, I mean, I'll tell you, on my show, this guy once said, you know, he commented, but of course he deletes it, that why do I, like, like in his words, why do I give a damn about women's sports? They're worthless. I mean, that pissed me off. Big time. Women's sports matters because they work just as hard as the men, okay? Talk they, about they train it. hard, and, and they don't get the, that respect. I mean, you know, it's sad that in, in the world, in the soccer world, like, the best male player makes, like, I mean, the amount that he makes in a, in a, in a week, the best female player makes that much in a year. Mm. Especially in England, I always say, like, the, be, the best English male player, English player, the amount he makes it, the amount he makes in a week, the best female English player, she makes that much, she makes that amount or less in a year. But at the same time, I say, look, we can't hold that against the the dudes because I mean, it, they they a lot of those players they urge people to watch the, the the women team as well. Like you'll even see them there, like they'll attend the games too because you know that that's just the kind of guy because they want to make a difference. They want to show the world the women work as hard too. They deserve respect as well. Absolutely, they do. And, 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 you know, I support women. So much, but even in women's pro wrestling, like, the fact that, you know, how women's pro wrestling has been portrayed for the longest time, like, like we saw like, all that stuff from the ruthless aggression era and the attitude era, right. how they're portrayed, but you don't see them as wrestlers. I mean, that's just not right. No, it's not. That's why I'm liking the direction that they're in now, where they're having decent matches, Sometimes, I you know I, I wish they would have more time in the ring, but that's neither here nor there. But some of the matches that I've watched have been stellar with the girls. And again, you are a wrestling fan. I'm we we I'm I'm not letting you go without bringing that up because we've again we've we we've collaborated with Darnell on that. So I'm gonna pick your brain on that as well. But as far as the women getting the short end of the stick, they're getting the short end. Of the in the, short in the stick everywhere whether it's in women's wrestling whether it's in soccer whether it's in uh, the WNBA these girls deserve to let me not say girls these women deserve women. to get yeah. paid they deserve to get paid like it makes they, no they, sense it makes no sense the comparison Sue Bird and LeBron James you, you saw that comparison didn't you? you 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 know I saw it Unbelievable. You, you, you know I saw it. LeBron, in LeBron's case, it, it's not just his NBA salary; it's the freaking the what are they, what are they called the the uh, 
endorsements. 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 The endorsements, all the appearances, the memorabilia. Yeah, it's 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 so it's 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 unfortunate. And then these girls, this is why most of them go overseas after the WNBA season so they can make their money. They make they make more money. They make more money overseas than they do in their own in their own country. What kind of yeah, shit is like that? Kelsey Plum is that example. I think Kelsey Plum plays in Turkey. I believe. A lot, a lot of them go. They either go to Turkey or Russia. I believe. Or some of them go to Spain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spain too. Part himself. Or, or yeah. Italy. I mean, yeah, or, yeah, I mean they, they go all over. I mean, sometimes they. Some, I mean, France has teams, but you know, basketball is just not really huge in France. So, but then people say, but there's but there's a lot of French players in the NBA. I'm like. I mean, yeah, there is. You know, there's there are there are actually more French players now than there were, than were back then. I think I think there's definitely a European takeover going on in the NBA. But that, you know, that's fine. I mean, the European players they know how to make impacts. Like Luka Doncic, all those European players, like they'll put butts in the seats. Because when you see them go from Europe, like you see these players that were. I mean, Luka Doncic at the age of 18 playing for the one of the top European clubs and winning MVP in the title yes. at 18. Yes. that's unheard of. That is unheard of. That I mean, and then he comes here and makes an impact. Like you see, like they're trying to just say, like we need, we can get the guys out of college, but we need the boys coming out of those major European clubs because they're immediately ahead. Like they're mature, they're they're skilled, they have that experience. Yeah, Luke Luke, Luke is the real deal. Like he's like when, when we think of the young stars of the league, he's definitely one of them. And now he's taking. You know he's taking his health serious. Like he lost, like he lost his weight, and now he's balling lights out. Now he's he's balling. I mean, he was balling lights out before, and he wasn't in shape. But now he's in shape, putting up these numbers. I mean, the sky's the limit with him as long as he can stay healthy. Um, do you? Stop, so, uh, do you have? Do you have a basketball team? Yeah, the Mavericks. Okay, the 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 Mavs the Mavs are your favorite team. Okay, so. So now, so so now, so now I can get into this top five. I can get into this top five question with you. Can you give me? Can you give me your top five Mavericks of all time? Oh boy! Yeah. Obviously, number number one would be would be Dirk. Obviously. Oh, that that goes without saying. Number two is I would say Jason Jason Kidd. That, that is that is that, that, that's a really tough one. So number number two, uh, number two is definitely Jason Kidd. And a lot of people used to not understand why Jason Kidd was one of my favorite players. I'm like, because Jason Kidd is is just an underrated player that people always did not look too much on. But I always felt like did Jason Kidd deserves his respect. Steve Nash is Steve Nash has to be on it because. I also remember, well, Steve Nash did not want to leave. He wanted to stay, but Mark Cuban just did not want to give him. It's not what Steve Nash wanted. It's what Steve Nash deserved. So the, the Suns did it, and that was it. So that, that's why I'm still a fan of Steve Nash. Well, that, 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 that's, that's one of us. <laughs> that, that's, that, that, that's one of us that's a fan of his, because I, I don't rock with that guy at all, especially with this coaching that's going on. With my nets, my God! But oh, that's, no, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. He's coaching the um, nets. I actually forgot about oh that. Oh my God! I don't even. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about that because we're having too much fun with this top, top, top five. So you got, 
You got Dirk. You got J Kid. Did you have Nash in your three? Yeah, and then I have Jason Terry and then Luka Doncic. I mean, Doncic Ooh. is already on that list. Oh. Then I got Jason Terry. Oh, the Jet. Okay, I respect that. Okay. No yeah. Michael. No Michael Finley. He he did his well, thing. He, he did his thing in that Maverick uniform. Yeah, he he did, but. Yeah, like I said, it, it was it was difficult. It was already difficult to uh, come up with the with the with the list. So. Yeah, I know that, that that that's that that that, that that's why I do it because because I I know it's gonna be difficult. I know, like I know it's gonna be difficult. Like it's gonna be hard leaving somebody off. That's why I do it because I wanna you know have people on the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely wanna have right. people put their thinking cap on. So. Cowboys, okay. Do you are are you are you are you into baseball or is just wrestling, soccer, football, and you know the games? I kind of am in a baseball, but I don't have a favorite team. Okay, okay, I respect it. I, I respect mean, it. I respect. I mean, it. I, I love the. I, love, I, I do. I mean, obviously, I like the home. I do follow the hometown team, the Rangers, but you know they're they're awful. Never know what. Never really expect anything out of them. But you know, every now and then I go to I go to their games. They are fun to go to. But I don't really have. A, I don't have a favorite baseball team. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so I now mean, what got me into baseball is when I was in fourth grade when I did a when I was getting this, you know writing stories and getting into researching and talking sports was when I did an extra credit assignment and I wrote a paper about Jackie Robinson. That was actually one of the best experiences of my life. Mm, okay. Well, I listen. I, I commend you. On that, you know, was nothing, nothing wrong writing anything on Jackie Robinson at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing, 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 nothing wrong with that at all. At all. I mean, that um, movie 42 is probably the best baseball film I've ever watched. Whoo. Whoo. That's high praise. That's high praise. I mean. R.I.P. to Chadwick Bosman, who paid Jackie Robinson. I mean, I mean, er, I mean, every person he played. Every biopic he did, he killed. When he did James Brown, he killed it. When he did Thurgood Marshall, he killed it. Mm-hmm. When he did Jackie Robinson, he killed it. I think it was somebody else. I think it was a, I think it was somebody else he did, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think it was just them three. I think it was another person. I'm gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go into his I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. Google him, you know, when we're done with this, but I actually forgot that Chadwick wasn't played uh, Turgon Marshall. I think he played him like you know when he was like a lawyer. I think it was before he went to the Supreme Court. I think he played he played like the young a younger one or I think was so. it the yeah I, 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 yeah I, I think it was the young one that he played. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's a biographical uh, film. Facts, facts, facts. Okay, listen, we've. We've we we've, we've touched we, we've touched base on a lot of things. Now we're getting to the close, so I got to bring up wrestling. I have to. Okay. <laughs> I have to. It, it 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 is a must that I bring that up. Um. We've done. We what, what was it that we did? We did the uh, what, what what was it? We did the promo tournament, like the best. Talkers, the best, the best, the best. I thought that we were, we were to do something else, but it, but, I, but I guess uh, you know never got around to it. We, 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 we never got around to it, and not for nothing. The idea that I came up with, I'm not even gonna lie, that that one is hard. 
like I would like I was going like I I was telling Darnell the format that we could do like the same thing with with the with the with the 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 best talkers and we did the hottest women's wrestlers that would that that's hard that's hard <laughs> that's hard like I can't, it, it, yeah, it is, I, but... I, I I don't know where to start I don't even know okay yeah we're gonna break it down in brackets I don't even know. Who would be a number one seed? Who would be this? Who would be like that? I I think that would take that would have to be some serious, serious, serious serious work there to make that to, to to do that. I'm with it, but damn, like, whoo. Lord have mercy. But I mean, yeah, I would have said, look, you know, I would have told Darnell, yeah, they're all they're pretty, but you know, the sad part is they're more than pretty faces. They could have put butts in the seats if they, if a lot of them, yes. if they had gotten that chance, they would not have disappointed. <sighs> yes. Yes. Now, we just had the Royal Rumble not too long ago. Which which, which was awful. Oh, listen. listen the, the highlight for me was Roman and Seth. Like, I'm glad they opened because it really would have been <clears throat> if it wasn't for them. Because when Seth came out in that shield gear, in fact, when he came out to the theme, I was like, okay, he's just getting in Roman's head. All right, he's going to do it for a few seconds, and then he's going to go to his song. No, 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 no. The brother came out, the whole song, shield gear, Came out through the crowd. I was like, yo, this dude is going. I was at work marking out from that because I didn't expect it. See, that was see, that was the one thing from from WWE that was pure to me because we didn't know that was the approach he was taking. What I didn't like about the Royal Rumble was they was letting us know too many surprises that was going to happen. Just let it happen. Stop telling us that, oh, Lita's going to be in the Rumble. Stop telling us that the Bellas was going to be in the Rumble, which I ain't really care for them anyway, but don't, don't, like, like, don't, like, don't tell us. Like, let us just find out for ourselves. But when Seth came, when, when, when Seth Rollins came out and that Shield gear and that Shield theme music, I loved it because I didn't know about it. I, I did not expect that to happen at all. And that was for me. That was the best match. That was the, for me. That was the best match. Lesnar and Lash. Lesnar and Bobby Lashley was cool. I wish they could have got a little bit more time. The Rumbles they were predictable for me. They was they, they were very predictable for me. So that's why I wasn't really too thrilled with it because I already knew what the outcome was going to be. Once I found out Ronda was coming back, I knew she was going to win. I knew she was going to win. It was very predictable. And then when Brock dropped the belt to Lashley, I knew he was going to be in the men's rumble, and I knew he was going to win. So, major disappointment. Major disappointment. Yeah, this is why I'm at a point where I've lost my religion, religion with, with WWE. And what I said on the on the wrestling podcast that I co-host, I said, look, we can't... We, look, we look, look at this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not to cut your wisdom. Not, not, not to cut your wisdom. This man just said 
the wrestling podcast that he co-hosts. So that's three and a half podcasts my man got. He has three podcasts that he has on his own, and now he has a podcast that he co-hosts. This dude gets busy, man. Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. Talk dirty. Go ahead. You know, I'm trying to succeed in this brutal industry to keep busy, but I said, look, we can blame Vince McMahon all we want, but at the end of the day, what does it accomplish? I mean, nothing. Look, Vince is not going to please everybody. I mean, I've said it before. Sometimes I do ask myself, is Vince still like, like, you know, because, you know, Vince is at that age. I mean, and I say this not to disrespect him, but because I'm worried about him. Because overall, I do respect Vince. I mean, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we kind of do have to respect him because just, 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 just think. His father had the company. It wasn't really popping the way it was. He takes it over and turns it into what it is now. Yeah. We had the he Monday. Made, he made pro wrestling global. Yeah. He, he he made it new because he knew that that was the way to do. Like a conversation I had with, with, with people from around because remember back then wrestling was 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 all territorial. It was it was regional. Yes. <laughs> and the company that his dad ran was the WWWF, and their territory was it was New York City and New Jersey. And when when Vince took over. And this is this is me giving a little journalism history lesson. When he took over, Vince went around all the territories and took the talents. And people get mad at him, but I'm like, guys, Vince was doing what he had to do. But at the same time, those promoters, like when Hulk, when he took Hulk Hogan, all those guys from the AWA in Minnesota. Keep in mind, the AWA was not was not doing anything with those guys, or at least not using them right. So Vince took them because Vince was willing to do what those promoters weren't. So so Vince was taking the risks. So so Vince was doing what he had to, what he, what he had to do. Now you have to respect. Yeah, you ha- you have to, you have like, to. Because yeah, Vince like so went to the AWA, which again was in Minnesota, run by Vern Gagne. He took Hulk Hogan. He took Mean Gene Okerlund. I mean, eventually took Mr. Perfect. I mean, all those guys. They all went with Vince. Because Vince, you know, offered them, you know, offered to pay him better. Uh, you know, he was really, he, he was, you know, it was those things, it was those opportunities out there. Like Wu-Tang says, cash rules everything around me. Now, my question for you would be this. If you can give me, and, and I, I'm going to ask you the same question when it comes to AEW as well. I just want to do WWE for right now. If you can give me right now your current top five superstars, male and female, five male, five females, who you going with? Who oh, ma- from today's WWE or overall? Today's, today's, t- today's. Oh boy. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let yeah because because if I mean the female would actually the females coming up with the females is actually going to be easier. I'll be honest. Okay, so okay, give me give me the five, give me the five females. Well, the top female uh, for me is, is Natalia because, you know, I consider her a personal hero of mine. Okay, okay. she She's Number, very underrated. I always felt like she was never she was never used right. Never. They, they, put, they hmm. put the belt on her, but I think Natalia should have been in the main event. I mean, whether she won the belt at, at the main event, that's not what's in matter. What matters to me is she should have been in the main event of WrestleMania. So, 
Natalia. Okay, okay. No, Be- no. Becky, Becky Lynch. Oh, okay. Oscar. Yo, when is she coming back? I don't know. I don't know, but last I heard it, that she was she was hurt, or I, I, I don't know what, what was going on, but 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 that uh, Carmella and then Sasha Banks. Oh, and I left. Unfortunately, I left a lot of them out. But let's this 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 is your five. This this is your listen. I'm just glad Sasha's on there. I'm 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 glad that the boss is on there. That's the night. Sasha is one is one of those unique individuals. If they had just given her the chance, use her properly. It would have hurt because she's over with the fans. The fans love Sasha Banks. Love, they love Sasha. Whether she's, a, whether she's a heel, whether she's a face, and I admire Sasha Banks. I admire some of the women that I did not mention, but I admire these one because, like I said, they are more than just a pretty girl. They work hard. They train. They can give the crowd what they want. Yes, they can. If you believe in them. Yes, you don't have to tell them what to do. Honestly, they could figure it out on their own. You got to trust them. I agree. I I I I, abs- I absolutely agree, absolutely agree. See, Carmella, I mean, her might her, her, I mean, aside from her amazing beauty, she's I mean, coming a long way. One she's one of the most beautiful women ever, but she's definitely coming a long way. Her mic skills are golden. And I'll be honest, her signature move, the, the code of silence, that's actually something that's never been done, and I think it's unique. She's come a long way, definitely. She's def she's definitely come a long way. I like yeah. the tandem with her and Zelina. I love me some Zelina Vega. You can't tell me nothing about that girl, but um, I do. I definitely sense. I definitely see them dropping the title soon, and if if it goes the way I'm thinking in my head, I wouldn't mind them dropping it to Sasha and Bailey. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> so uh, so this is you know, so that's one so, one female I feel bad for not mentioning is Nikki Cross because. Nikki Cross is probably the most. I don't have to say she's got to be probably the most underrated female wrestler. She is, and then this gimmick that they got her with, like, come I on, do, I man. do not, I do not like it. No, I, I hate it. I hate it. But the, the problem is, once she be, once she got on the main roster, they tweaked her gimmick. When she was in NXT, she was the Twisted Sister. That's what I want from Nikki Cross. I want her to be the Twisted Sister. I wanted her to be the champion as that Twisted Sister. That's what I wanted. I would have loved it. I'm sure the fans would have loved it. But they didn't do it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like that, like, like, I don't like, it's, it's so many superstars. They was in NXT. They killed it. As soon as they came to the main roster, they got lost in the shuffle. Now, obviously the main name that I can think of is Finn Balor. Like they dropped the ball on him. Crazy. When he was on, him, he, on, on Sami Zayn, on Kevin Owens, on Shinsuke Nakamura, the list goes on, man. Yes, facts, facts. And now they took and they took NXT away from Triple H. Now NXT, NXT now sucks, from what I'm told. Because they took it, because they took it from him. Because they, they took it from they, him. They, fought, they, they released William Regal. They, they released uh, the Road Dog. <sighs> yep. Tell me, yeah. t- tell me about I, it. Tell me about being it. Mad, I mean, being mad at Vince is not going to help a thing, but I, I'm telling you, the only way WWE has any hope in the future is, is to work with the other promotions. That open, that forbidden door that we talked about in the wrestling world, 
these promotions all got to work together. But at the end of the time, but at the same time, that, that's where the egos pop out. Absolutely. One wrestler is oh, yeah. not going to want to lose to the wrestler from the other promotion. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like imagine the Seth the Seth Rollins we saw in 2018 and 2019 going against Kenny Kenny Omega. That's a match I would love to see. But the problem is, who's the one willing to lose? Facts. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Seth Rollins is, is one of those dudes. I mean, as long I mean, I would say as long as the match is phenomenal, I wouldn't mind taking the L. I wouldn't mind taking the L as long. Listen, I'm listen. I hate I, I hate to go back to history. The man the man's name is Mister WrestleMania. He's got a couple. He's, he's got a couple of defeats in, at Mania, but guess what? Those were five star matches he was See, in. That's the body. Yeah, that's Even though he lost, the match is good. Even though he lost, you went home saying to yourself. Yo, he lost, but yo, HBK, he stole the show. Now I see why they call him Mr. WrestleMania. He put butts in the seats. Facts. Facts. So he give me your top five males. Like, yeah. So give me your top five males. You gave me the girls. So give oh, me the top five males. Unless today, it, it, it's, it's brutal. You're not, you're, you're, you're not acknowledging the tribal chief? Because I know I am. <laughs> uh, well, I know I, I know I, I am I never, I never had a problem with Roman Reigns but when he was a baby face they, they never used him right they finally used him right as a heel so yeah this is so the I, best I, run I acknowledge the tribal chief this is the I'm best glad, run I'm glad they're at least using him as a, as a quality top heel this so is... I got the tribal chief yes I got Randy Orton mm. I got Seth Rollins oh. uh, this is what, now this is what gets hard uh I like the three. I, I I like the three so far. I want I want to put Sami Zayn, but the way they've ruined him, this is what breaks my heart. They ruined Sami Zayn. Something tells me he's gonna get that IC belt off of Nakamura soon. Something so, so, something is telling me that. They need to turn him back into a babyface. They need to stop this. You know him with the long hair. Like they, they, they gotta put him back. They gotta put him back to his NXT character and try, and try to revive it. But I can't put Sami Zayn on it because of how they've ruined him. The same thing with Kevin Owens. I mean, they've ruined both of them too. Yo, I, I, listen. I just got some breaking news about KO. Um, my bro Angelo, who's a diehard wrestling fan like me and yourself, he was listening to a Spanish podcast. He didn't give me the name, but the rumor going around now is they're trying to work out. A match between Kevin Owens and Stone Cold for WrestleMania. With Stone Cold? Yes. Stone. Steve Austin. Yes. That's got to be fabricated. Stone Cold is retired because of neck injuries and, and, you know, like that. He can't wrestle. But you do. But remember, where's this mania going to be at? In Texas. That's his home. You don't think you, yeah. you don't think that man want to give that give the fans what they want one more time? I mean, I, I suppose, but we'll see. But I so mean, listen, we'll we all thought three. listen, we all thought Edge was done, and look what happened with him. Okay, okay. I guess I guess that's a good. Point. You know what I'm saying? Like we all like with all the injuries that Edge sustained. When we listen, we all remember his announcement. And if you are a diehard wrestling fan and you say you did not drop a tear when he said he's retiring, you're lying. Yeah, I did. Like, I think people need to stop with trying to be tough all the time. 
Like it's okay to show emotion. It's okay. And I was at WrestleMania last last year. What do you mean evented? He lost, but I was there. And Daniel Bryan was yeah. there too. With the main event, I was there. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I guess so. Now, so I got Roman. I got the Randy Orton, and then I got a Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. I'm so pissed. They took away the. I, I want the. I, I I've always loved the legend killer Randy Orton. That's the that's the Randy Orton that I've always preferred, but. Number four, I'm gonna go Drew McIntyre. Mm. And number five, but the fact number five, I even though they've ruined him too, I can't ignore him. I have to put Cesaro. Ooh, the yeah, ups. They shit, they, 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 on they, WWE for they ruined, unbelievable. They ruined the shit out of Cesaro. And I'm surprised that he's still that he's still you know still there. Like if he signed another deal, I mean I don't. Money, money, money. That's why money. I'm telling you, like. Listen, when K when listen, KO signed that new contract, I didn't think he was staying. I thought he was gone. And then I found out he signs a new contract. I'm like, dang, I was kind of pulling for KO to leave. I mean, AEW is overloading the roster. I think they I, I was like, yo, okay, they can't just keep signing guys. I mean, they're not gonna they don't have enough time to use all of them, so it, it sucks, but AEW is, is is fine, but but yeah, Cesaro had to be in it. I respect it. I I, I definitely I, I definitely respect the five. I, I definitely respect the five. I mean, Cesaro is over with the fans, and that's what matters. The fans yeah. at least respect him. Yeah, and, and and that's all you need. That that that, that, that that's all you need. There's a plenty. There's plenty of superstars that the fans don't respect. Miz is very underrated, but we respect him. Yeah, we like we respect the hell out of the Miz. He's come. He's come. He's come a long way as well. Like it's so many superstars that I can think of that was horrible back in the day. But you look at them now, and it's like, yo, they've come a long way. And I would definitely say Carmella and Miz is at the top of that list. Like they've come a long way from where they was back in the day. I'm just waiting for my boo Bailey to come back. Because Carmella was at first utilized as a manager. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a great wrestler. Oh, her signature move, the way she wraps her legs on, on her throat and then does that and put it in the submission, that's pretty cool. She can wrap her leg around me any day, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. Like, the way she does it, like, that's something you would see like in a James Bond film, like, you know, with a female villain, you know, doing, you know, you know, like, like, like that, like, yeah, putting their legs around the neck and then like, like that. Shout out to Corey Graves, man. You are one lucky man. You are one and, and Corey Graves lucky is another dude that, man. That I, I've been, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say I followed him when he was in NXT, but I, but from people that I've spoke to, they was like, "Yo, he was one of them dudes." And then his career got cut short because of the injury, and now they're saying he's cleared the wrestle. But he just said, "You know what? I'm I'm done with this," and I, I and I don't blame him because I think it's because he knows that they're not gonna they're not gonna. Yeah, yeah, I think Corey Graves knows and he knows the vibe. He ain't that stupid. He ain't yeah. that naive. He's not. He's not stupid at all. He ain't stupid. That's why I, I, applaud, I applaud Corey Graves. I applaud Carmella because they've come a long way, and, and and Carmella has that work ethic that you know she like she incorporates everything she does. She incorporates it into her character. Like she is a. I would say she's she's a character twenty four seven. 
whether she's like you know whether she's like you know in her on-screen character or whatever she was, she's herself. Facts. 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 All right, so now we got. I I, I got to touch AEW with you before we bounce up out of here, cause dang, it's almost an hour and a half. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Oh yeah, 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 but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but me, I don't. Me, I, I listen. I I went over my limit, but that's usually the norm when I have guests on. So I'm definitely not trying to have this go two hours. So I'm definitely gonna, you know, get to the AEW aspect with you. Get your top five on there, and then your opinions about the company as well. And then we can end, and then we can end it on that note. Because I definitely wanted to end this. With wrestling talk, because that's how I got introduced to you. We got introduced through wrestling. It wasn't through oh, yeah. football or basketball. We got introduced through wrestling. So we was going to end this off with a bang. So same question with the WWE. Like, if, if you can give me your top five wrestlers, I'm not saying superstars. That's for WWE. Your top five wrestlers in AEW. Who would they be? Now I'm quite sure this five might be harder than the other five. Yeah, I mean Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler of all time. So even though he hasn't wrestled for a while, no I mean, he's this, still a this, major AEW attraction. So he's my number one. No argument here. No the argument. Number two is CM Punk nah. because he, he still hasn't lost. Like he's aged, but and it's stupid that they had, that he had to lose to MJF. You know, no, not for nothing. I'm not mad at that move. I'm not. Because it's, because it's not, uh, yeah. Because at, at least it's not, it's not over with them yet. And, I'm not, and MJF didn't MJF lose, lose, win because of interference? Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. Yes, I, yes, I believe he did. Yes, I believe he did. Having him lose that way, he, 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 because MJF has that has is a, is amazing, and he's only 25, I mean, 25, 26. Wow, I thought he was they, older than they that. They need to have him win cleanly so he can get over better. I thought he was it's, older than that. It's been Damn. to the point where if he keeps winning by using the ring or by, you know, with help, that, that's eventually going to backfire. You know what I mean? A heel, I mean, again, he's a heel. A heel wins, you know, doesn't win the legit way, but they need, to, they need to have the heels win legitimately in order for them to get over even better. But... So, so I'm at Jericho and CM Punk. Uh, Darby go. Allen. I, I got to put Darby Allen in. Mm. Darby Allen's a dude who, who turned WWE down along with MJF. Like, I'm telling you, if MJF was at WWE, there's no way he would be. The no, they, they, they would screw that up in a heartbeat. They would, and Darby Allen would be a jobber. As far as, far as I'm concerned, he'd be a jobber. They would screw that up in a heartbeat if both of them was there. Yeah. So, so, um, so for number three, you know what? Because I, uh, I do have to. This is where it gets tough. I mean, I bet. I, I, I bet. Three has to go to John Moxley. Mm. Okay. Number four, number four. Well. Uh, no, okay. Yeah. It just got even harder. Number four, I'm putting Brody Lee. Brody Lee. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's one of the saddest regrets I have as a wrestling fan is I never got to see Mr. Brody Lee in person. I saw him as Luke Harper, but no, I wanted Brody Lee. 
R.I.P. R.I.P. Absolutely. Yes, he goes uh, by his I'm actual sorry, name. I'm going Orange Cassidy because you you cannot be not be entertained by that guy. That's the dude that that keeps his hand in his pockets. <laughs> yeah, and, and does and does those little. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just a, that's just how cool he is, and then he, he he does these moves with his hands in his pocket. You know, and sometimes like when AEW was first getting started, notice when when there was these brawls, he would appear out of nowhere, like when when the inner circle. And, uh, and the elite would be brawling, and then all of a sudden, you know, they were brawling to a bathroom, and then Orange Cassidy's just, like, standing there, like, like as if nothing's happening. Yeah. And then he would appear out of nowhere in the most random places, but, yeah, or- Orange Cassidy has to be on it. Okay, 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 okay. Cassidy's that dude. I mean, he's not to wrestle, but, you know, the fans love him, but they, 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 he is getting a significant amount of time, so at, at least they're going somewhere, but... Okay, I dig that five. I dig that five. I dig that five. All right, I got one more question for you. We're going to go old school with this one, and then we can wrap it up. We got to do that. What about the, the female AEW as well? Or Oh, I forgot about that. All right, so, 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 all right, so two more. So, so g- g- give me your top five for the female. So number one is obviously Britt Baker. Yeah, I, th- I think she's at the top of the food chain right now when it comes to the women in, in AEW. I don't, I don't think anyone comes close to her. At all, she's amazing. And number two is Chris Statlander. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they 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 really gonna bulk up, you know, the the women's division, and then they're, let's see, man. Mm. Yeah, this is what yeah, this is what it, 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 it's here. It, it gets brutal again. What's up with Jade? Jade, Jade, Jade? Jade doesn't make the top five? Big Jade? Yeah, she does. She doesn't make the top five? I have to say, yeah, she does. And But I gotta put Hikaru Shida as well. I read her... I, 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 read, I read up on Jade, and... I read something about... She doesn't... She's like... She's so financially wealthy, she don't need to wrestle, but... She has a passion for it so much... That's why she do it. Yeah. Like, the girl is worth money. She don't need to do this shit. But she got a passion for it. And is being rewarded for it. Because she can perform. She can. She, she can wrestle. Just yeah, t- her, she, 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 her, her job outside of wrestling, I believe she's, she's, she's a child psychologist. <clears throat> see, it's amazing how you see you're a villain on TV, but, you know, in real life, you know, you're committed to helping kids and things like that, so... It's good to see you portray a different kind of character on TV. You know, it's to kind of show a, a different side. But, but now I think we're number five. Yeah. 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 We getting down to that last. We getting down to that last one. That last one. Now, now, now it just got even tougher. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, they, they, and I'm telling you, they really got a, you know, that women's division. You know, a lot, a lot of great talent over there. And but you know, it's tough to. 
You know, I'm putting Thunder Thunder Rosa because I respect her a lot. Okay, 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 okay. So, that's... Uh, don't, don't, but, but, you know, but don't get me wrong. I, I have a lot of respect for Nyla Rose. I, you know, Ruby Soho and Riho as well. I mean, that's who I thought you were gonna go with. Who, Ruby? Yes, that's who I thought you were gonna go with. Yeah. I thought I, I definitely thought you was gonna go with her. I, I, I'm really waiting for her to find herself in AEW because for me, I think she's still. It's kind of lost in the shuffle just a little bit. I'm waiting for her. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for her to really, really, really. Find herself. It's going. It's going to take time. Pull it up also with with the Tay Conti as well, a former NXT uh, talent. It's going to take time, but she's going to get there though. Yeah. Cause she listen, she definitely had the potential in WWE, but they didn't know what to do with her. They didn't know what to do with her, and I think AEW is going to do right by her. It's 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 just going to take time. A lot of these superstars that leave, that's left WWE, they've they've found their niche somewhat in AEW or wherever it is that they go now. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like like they've they like they've been able to find their niche. Like they may not be getting paid the money that they was in WWE, but guess what? They're able to actually enjoy what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of these wrestlers just don't care about money. No, they, 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 especially with the AEW. I mean, they got they got their big WWE paychecks, and now and now, you know if you do the right thing, you save it up, or you, you do you do good investments, and you're fine. Right. Speaking of investments, I actually did my first stocks investment yesterday. I mean, did nothing. I I, invent, I bought a I bought a two dollar stock with Shell. I mean, got to start somewhere, right? I mean, it could it could work. No, I'm, I, no I'm not. Even- <laughs> I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm I'm thinking about starting that my damn self. I'm well, just, you know, uh, one of the tough journalism careers is you know being because since I'm I've accepted the fact I'll be self-employed the rest of my life. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough because you know uh, the IRS doesn't 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 really they're not a huge fan of the self-employed, so they're really gonna do what it takes to kind of make my life hell. But you can, I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm told Cash App is actually one of the best things out there. You know, it's easier to fi- it's easy. They make it easy to follow the taxes. They got all your records, so you're fine. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so now, got to end it with a bang. So we're gonna go. We're gonna take it back with this one. I might, I might, I'm, I might have got your opinion on this when we did. The best talkers on the Playmakers blog, but that was a while ago, so I might not even remember. And then on this one, I mean, obviously, it's only it's only five answers you can give me, so who knows? This can go plethora ways. So if you can give me your top five, in fact, I'm gonna make it difficult for you. I'm not even gonna do. I'm not, I'm not even gonna do top five superstars. That'd be too easy. I'm not gonna do top five managers because that might be a little too easy as well. Being that we're about to hit WrestleMania, road to WrestleMania. If you can give me your top five WrestleManias, what would they be? Oh boy! Yeah, let's have some fun here before we bounce up out of here. 
I got WrestleMania it. 20, uh, WrestleMania 20, for sure. All right, now, are you putting these in order, or are you just giving me five? I'm just giving you five. All right, all right, cool. All right, all right, cool. Because, I mean... I mean, I mean, I mean, if I was given my order, shit, twenty five is number one for me. But this is your five, and you're not putting them in order. But you got WrestleMania twenty. I like that. The main event, the main event was amazing. And despite you know, I, I get it, but you know, the main event was good. Okay, we got we got WrestleMania twenty. Okay. Okay. WrestleMania. Okay, WrestleMania twenty two. A lot of people did like it, but I think I think it was good. But I'll be honest, WrestleMania 22, the main event, I didn't find the main event great. I mean, WrestleMania 22, the best matches, in my opinion, was the hardcore match and the and HBK and Vince McMahon. Those matches were actually the best matches of the show. That hardcore match. And, and the triple threat match for the World Heavyweight title. The hardcore match. That was Edge and Foley, right? Yeah. Okay. When, when, when right through that flaming table, you know, and, and Edge tells a funny story about that, about mm. him going through the flaming table. Mm-mm. Oh boy, man, man, oh man, oh man, the good, the, the, the good, the good old days. <laughs> Something you don't see anymore. I mean, we saw that in AEW, so at least AEW still takes it. So AEW still gives the fans what they like, but so now we're at so we got twenty and twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty six and twenty seven stunk. <clears throat> they were both awful. Yeah, I ain't 20, gonna lie. Twenty eight yeah. was twenty eight was not bad. Twenty nine, twenty nine, uh, no, not really. Mm. Mm. WrestleMania thirty was good. The opening match, Daniel Bryan and Triple H, was a good match. The main event was amazing. It was sad to see Brock Lesnar lose for the first time. It was what? It was sad to see Brock. Uh, excuse me. It was sad to see the Undertaker lose for the first time. I should say that broke my heart. Yeah, and the truth of the matter is, Brock Lesnar did not want to win. Actually, he the story is he did not want to win. I heard he, he, I, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't want to beat Brock. Like, he didn't want to beat the Undertaker. I heard, I heard about that. Well, you know, I'm sure. You know, but you know, I'm, I'm guessing. I, mean, I don't know how Vince talking and doing it, but so but we're still at two. We're still at two. Uh, oh man. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, the WrestleMania problem is like there's only a few matches that are good. I mean, a good WrestleMania. I mean, there's got to be too many good matches, but it's hard. I mean, but WrestleMania 17, I got to put that one in there. I was I was waiting for that one. I like I'm I'm literally <laughs> I'm literally sitting in my chair like, yo, where's 17 at? Yeah, so 17's definitely in it. Okay, okay, all right. And WrestleMania 18 that next year was good as well. That was the Sky Dome, but that that was yeah, that, Toronto, that, yeah. that, that was Hogan Rock, okay. Yeah, and that that was the day that Stone Cold walked out as well. He walked out after that. Yeah. Let's see. Hmm. Okay. So now we're at four. So you got one more to go. Yeah. Oh, so you, oh, 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 so you put eighteen in your five. Yeah, yeah, so I still got one more to go, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, so no, I got 20, 22, 17, and then uh, WrestleMania 17 and 18. Oof, we got one more. I got one and, more. You know what? Screw it, WrestleMania 25. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Man, I, I don't know, man. Like It was tough between either that or WrestleMania 24. Yo, 
Yo, I swear, that's why you my guy, because I was thinking about that one, too. That no, that that mania got me back into wrestling because there was a time when I stopped watching, but when I heard Floyd was gonna be there, I said okay, it's time to go back to start watching. I'm like okay, Taker ain't lost that mania, and neither has Edge. Okay, but now my man Floyd gonna be there too. Oh no, I got to watch now. I said all right, I gotta get back into wrestling now. So See, for, and, and speaking of, uh, of Edge, you know, Undertaker wanted Edge to win. Edge, he wanted Edge to win, but Edge just could, did not want to. Did, did not want to. You gotta respect that, Undertaker. You gotta respect that. I respect that out of both because you, you see that working relationship that they had. Amazing chemistry. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing chemistry. And like, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather got the thirty million dollar paycheck. To be there, I mean, God. but you know, he, he he's a he's a he was you know the celebrity status kicks in. I mean, when when Mr. T was at WrestleMania in the first one, I mean, obviously he got paid a lot, but you know he's he's a celebrity. So I mean, when you bring in the celebrities, you got to pay them right. because they're, they're gonna they're gonna attract the attention. Mm-hmm. They gonna bring they they they're gonna bring I mean, they, they gonna bring the, their fans to your show. The previous, so the previous WrestleMania, the Battle of the Billionaires. Yeah. Yeah, McMahon and that other dude that would that, yeah. that 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 will remain nameless. His name gets no love on this platform. <laughs> At well, you know, uh, all. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's 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 just to avoid all the, the political all the political drama. But I like the five. He got stunned. He got stunned at the end. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I wish he would have sold it better, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he, got, he got stunned by a Texan too. That's the funny part. That oh, was a, Soko, Soko doesn't care who you are. No, no, no. He, I'll take a stunner from him. <laughs> I was just saying, would you rather get a stunner or, or a rock bottom? A rock bottom is more safer. But, <laughs> but, for me being a, a, a diehard fan of his, I would love to get stunned though. I, I, I would. Yeah. I, I would. Just to tell people, yo, yo, Austin stunned me. Cause you get that validation by getting stunned by him. You do. Like I re- yeah. like, like I remember. And then, and then after this we can get off. Like I I remember the last time it was in Texas, when it was who was it? I think it was the New Day against the League of Nations. Yeah, I I, I even forgot their damn name. And Austin <laughs> stunned Xavier Woods. You can like you can tell that meant. Everything to Xavier Woods because he sold the hell out of that stunner. So that that tells you that that meant everything to him to 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 get stunned by Stone Cold. And then what was it? And then, and then so it's so cold. Like what, right before he did it, the way he's like, the new day's trying to give him the dance. Yeah, trying to give him the dance. Like you you can't tell me Xavier Woods wasn't wasn't acting like a little kid in that moment. You can't. You like you just can't. He, he got his moment though. He got his WrestleMania yeah, moment. Yes, he did. And what was it? I think it was a few years ago. Street Profits. They was this was this was when Raw was only in the performance center. And they had that segment with Stone Cold. And he just kept stunning them and giving them beer. And for them to seek that validation to get stunned by Stone Cold, let them know that they made it. Big time. Yeah, man. 
Yeah. So how I I would definitely take a stunner from Stone Cold. Absolutely, without hesitation. Without without hesitation, I I I I'll take one. It was funny to see Sheamus uh, meet Mister Sacco. Yeah. Yeah, Mick Foley came out in the in the Cactus Jack persona. Yeah, that was that that was a dope mania. I mean, not for nothing. I might sh- sh- after we done with this, I might make me a bowl of cereal and go back and watch an old mania. Now that I think about it, I think I might just do that tonight. I'm just trying to figure out which mania am I gonna watch. Being that you know, WrestleMania season is here. Got to get pumped for Mania, so I'm, I'm gonna have to figure out which. And mania I really have watch. to bring this up because a lot of people will ask me why I still love WWE because of Vince's relationship with you know, uh, well, well, you know who I'm talking about. I said, look, so what? I mean, look, that 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 has nothing it, to do. It has, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Like I, I mean, who you like is who you like is who you like. That 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 doesn't take away. How I feel about Roman Reigns. That doesn't take away how I feel about Sasha. That doesn't take away how I feel about Bailey. They they that they ain't got nothing to do with them. Like I like them because of what they do in that ring. Like okay, Vince likes such and such. That that don't mean nothing to me. I'm still gonna love Charlotte. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean well, to make it clear, is it okay if I say the name? Is is it really is it okay? I mean, it's okay. I mean, me personally, yeah. I just don't like saying his name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, because people ask me, Vince's friends with Donald Trump, I'm like, I get it, but you know what? Like I said, forget, let's forget the politics. I mean, let's let's keep it out of it. You know, but we, we don't need that drama. And I said, look, they've been friends since like the 70s. And they've been friends, it's, it's all, because people think they became friends after, with that wrestling. And they know they've known each other for a long time. Vince and Donald Trump go back a lot since the 70s. They, they used to actually work together. used to work together, you know, because, you know, remember when WWE was always in New York and like that? I mean, yeah, they go back a long way, but... Caesar's mm-hmm. Palace, yeah. Is, look, so what? I mean, I, I get it. Vince does things that, you know, because of, you know, how he does his business, how the connections, I get it. We don't agree with it, but, look, you know, it has, it has nothing to do with that. It does not affect me personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Vince, I, I, Vince, does, Vince does exactly what I do. He's like... You don't see Vince going out, you know, talking his politics, you know, releasing YouTube videos like that, because Vince doesn't care about it, like me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's, it's, it's about avoiding the unnecessary drama. I hear you. Definitely respect it. Definitely, yeah. definitely respect yeah, but, it. But to clarify it, yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I don't do, because I, I should let you know, a few weeks ago, I, I got invited to a political podcast, and I said no. I said, I do not do that. I, that is not my thing. Yeah, that ain't my forte. I, I, yeah. I, I stick to what I know. <laughs> I stick to what I know, but the truth is, I am, it's, I'm a sports guy. I mean, I'll do some other things as I sports, but politics is just not my thing. Yeah, that's one, that's, I don't care. That, that's one I don't realm. Care. That's one realm I'm never going to touch. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to touch that. Now, if people, yeah. want, people want me to go somewhere and talk music, movies, Video you know, games, you know. video games, relationships. I'm with it, but yeah. that politic thing. Nah, I'm staying away from that. I, I, I definitely stick to what I know. But my guy, Alex, man, this was fun. This was dope. Long. I mean, this was long overdue, and I'm glad I was able to get you up on here. It was definitely, it was definitely longer than I expected. But that's what makes this dope. Like sometimes you just 
you you you're talk you're talking about something that's fun and it's like yo, just let it keep rolling, just let it keep rolling, just let it keep rolling, and that's exactly what we did. So once again, yeah. thank you for being on here. But before we well, go, thank you for inviting me. Oh no doubt, no doubt. Now before I go, I always do this with my guests. I always let them, I give them the latitude of completion and let them plug their pods. So you got three and a half pods to pod, to plug. So go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. Well. You can find me on Twitter at Bearman of Texas, but just TX. You don't have to spell out the entire state. Find uh, you find also the account for the Bear of Texas podcast. That's Bear Texas underscore podcast. Also find me on Instagram. You can find Rage Quit, Internet FC, and Cowboys Talk, and Wrestling with a Bear all on Spotify. My other three shows are available on Apple, on YouTube, on Google Podcasts. They're available everywhere. So please subscribe. Please listen. You will not be disappointed. No, you will not. And you're hearing it from me. You will not be disappointed at all. At all. Take my word for it. You will not be disappointed at all. Um, Yeah, man. Once again, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was dope. Uh, For everyone out there, stay safe. Be safe. Y'all already know where y'all can find me at. I'm on all streaming platforms except title um y'all already know the social media pages on facebook dre day instagram dre day 1985 or sportswear with dre day podcast the link is in the bio on twitter dre day 1985 again to everyone out there stay safe be safe and closing y'all know how this goes this has been another episode of sportsway with dre day podcast episode two 47 is done. Bad man from Texas. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on here. To everyone out there, stay safe, be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boys is out of here. Peace. Peace out. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com. Or call him at 443-810-0384.